0: Welcome back to the Mackinac, Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb and I'm here. Score up. And we've talked about this issue before. It's been in the news almost since the beginning of the year, but Michigan's in te- income tax rate is now set to fall for the year. That's thanks to an automatic tax cut that was placed into the law by Republicans back in 2015. Uh, and that law triggered when state revenues reach beyond a certain threshold, obviously our the size of our budget here in Michigan has grown tremendously. And that has triggered the law for this year. I think it's going down to 4.05. Um, of course, Governor Whitmer tried to spend all that money to prevent that tax cut from happening, but Republicans blocked her proposal. Now she and Attorney General Dana Nessel say the tax cut is only going to last for one year. Not so fast, says Patrick Wright at the Mackinac Center, uh, who is joined by a number of Republicans, including people who voted to pass the law, and said that wasn't the intent of it. Patrick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So so you argue, and a lot of other people do too, you argue that this tax cut is supposed to be permanent. What does the back and forth look like? What's your argument and what's their argument?
1: Yeah, it really turns on the um, a single word, and that is the word "current." Um, is this math that's supposed to be done uh, supposed to be done one time, and then the uh, rate sets back to 4.25, and so every year you run the math, or does it set and become uh, a permanent rate, and then it can only ratchet downwards? Uh, all the Republicans meant for it to ratchet downward. The the word that they used to give them flexibility was. Current. Um, What has happened is the governor and the attorney general have said, well, that meant the rate that was current when the law passed 4.25%. Um, the rather obvious answer to that is, well, then they could have just used the words four point two five percent. They didn't need a word that um, gave them flexibility when when they made the law. So so that's what the argument's about. What does current mean? Four point two five current when it passed, or does it mean current after the last calculation?
0: Yeah, I mean the law would the law. I mean, when the rate drops, it's currently going to be four point zero five, right? That's essentially the argument.
1: Yeah, that's our argument, yes, and the Republicans who passed it and the Senate fiscal and the House fiscal. Anybody that is not affiliated with the Democratic Party that doesn't want to take a hard vote on raising the income tax back to 4.25 percent. So, Patrick, the the court's going to look at this and probably and make uh, some type of determination um, – there's no question um, on either side that of what the intent of the lawmakers were. So we're, we're down to talking about the wording.
0: How are the courts – what are the courts going to consider when trying to sort this out?
1: Sure. What the courts do uh, is there is a um, method of statutory construction, and uh, let's assume that uh, all three of us um, – clearly intended to do one thing but clearly said something else. The courts are going to say, well, that's what they meant is what they passed, the, the law as it passed. So if the language is absolutely clear and is of only one possibility, then that's what the courts will say. That's the argument that um, uh, the Governor Whitmer, the AG, and Steve Lydell, Whitmer's former um, chief counsel are all trying to say is, well, they meant this because of the, of the word current. and um, But if there's any ambiguity, then you can look at legislative intent. And then this is where are the fact that all of the House, Senate, fiscal um, people are in agreement. The Treasury was in agreement at the time. The Republicans are all in agreement. And um, I'm making an even stronger case um, the best argument legally is in favor of current meaning that it's supposed to have some flexibility.
0: So so you've got a lot of evidence on, on the one side with the intent of it, what they thought that it meant there. Um, mm-hmm. But the court system is obviously sort of has a mind of its own. It, how do you see this playing out through the courts? I mean, the court now has shifted to the left in Michigan, the Supreme Court. Do you see it going all the way to the top there? And do you think that the political influence of the court is? is going to have a, a say in how this winds up?
1: Well, I think that the uh, Democrats' best hope are for a couple things. One, that uh, the courts might shield them from having the merits to, uh, decided by saying, you know, it's it's too early, which is a doctrine called ripeness, or these aren't the right parties, which is a, a thing called standing. Um, it is better for people challenging the AG's ruling to get into the course and get a ruling as fast as possible. The budget process is going to start. The question is going to be, do we have the $800 million that's at, at issue every single year um, to spend or not? I mean, this is the, this is the difference we're talking about. And then secondly, assuming that we're right and they're wrong, um, you know, what do we how do we protect the taxpayers if they've already been paying at four point two five percent and it was really supposed to be four point oh five. So there's some practical difficulties. The sooner it gets decided the better because it's harder to undo something uh than it is to get it right in the first place. Uh, but that's that's what they're going to look at. Um, you know, I'm I'm confident that um whatever we consider to be the political motivations of the attorney general, that um, the courts will give this a fair shake.
0: So you don't see the attorney general's opinion as having—I mean, it has it has weight, correct, Patrick? It just doesn't—it's not going to be the final Yeah. Theoretically,
1: those are supposed to be binding on the state— government entities. Um, and so for the Treasury, it's binding. Now, it's funny because if you look at the request, um, it's from the Treasury saying, hey, as we've talked about over the phone and the Attorney General opinion took one day to turn around. Um, most people that are looking at this believe that this is a fairly highly political um, AG opinion that this is short on legal analysis and long on political coverage. Be that as it may, it now has to be undone. And, um, you know, you have to go to the courts to do that. Otherwise, the treasurer is just going to say it's 4.25, it reverts um, for the 2024 tax year. So we have to have a successful court challenge. Otherwise, they're going to get away with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the one hand, this is a this is an easy one for for the attorney general and the governor and the legislature. If you want to hike taxes, pass a bill and hike taxes, right? that's what they've been avoiding, Jared. Um, You know, obviously the $800 million uh, spending spree was supposed to try and prevent them from having to take this hard vote. I mean, the governor has gone through pretty much every machination possible, threatening to have immediate effect, trying to to, you know, negotiate certain people to do this, trying to get it to be a one-time $180 cash-back payment. Um, They have a, the Democratic Party currently has a one-vote majority in both chambers. They won some of those seats by hundreds of votes. (laughs) They do not want to take a hard vote to um, do the simple fix, which is they believe it should be at 4.25. They could, you know, they've, they've shown their muscle. They voted on right to work. They voted on a Abortion, they voted on um, uh, expand, uh, expanding the Elliott Larson Act, gun control. I mean, they have the votes. They've already shown that in these first hundred days. They just don't want to take this one.
0: So th- we only have a few seconds left. But so the, if they did take a vote, though, they could take a mm-hmm. vote today on on raising that tax rate, right, and and re- and essentially removing the drop to 4.05 from happening?
1: They sure could. And, and there's very high likelihood that they're going to try and end the legislative session before the 2024 tax year would start mm-hmm. because they're trying to move the primary up. Mm-hmm. So they could fix this problem in a heartbeat if they wanted to. They are just that loathe to take a vote to raise taxes.
0: Well, I don't blame them. Nobody likes that. Um, really quickly, last thing, any sense of timing when a lawsuit could be filed? Anything like that?
1: Um, Well, we're certainly looking at it here at the Mackinac Center. Um, uh, They dropped this over spring break, so there was a lot of people out of town, and there's some ducks that are being getting in a row. But um, it'll probably be a couple of weeks. Um, I can't imagine it going into July or August without a suit being filed.
0: Patrick Wright at the Mackinac Center, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. For sure. And we'll be back again after a brief break with more of the Mackinac Michigan show here on WJR